Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is your boy Roberto, and of course, this is the Black Hand 2.0. Coming live and direct from Kansas City, Missouri, my hometown. Hope everybody had a good weekend, a good Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all those that didn't get a good Happy Mother's Day from anybody. And uh, the week begins. I have a question. If you had a chance to find out when and where and how you were going to pass away, would you want to know? A lot of people will say, no, I don't want to know when I'm about to die or why I died or when or anything else for that matter. And that's understandable because if you do know, then you would not live, you know, you wouldn't have a life. You'd be scared to do every damn thing. You don't, you know, you knew that your time was almost up. And some people tend to know exactly when they're going to die, even before the people around them knows for sure. And um, there's things that people know do that could speed up that process and then sometimes there's people that do you know that just do things slowly so they won't die right away but what if you didn't have you had a chance to know when you were going to pass away would you want to know I asked just because um, the last four years I lost a lot of lot of good people in my life. Uh, people that were hardworking, just like me, who had you know that knew right from wrong and didn't do anything illegal, at least as far as I know. And they try to live their life the best they can, and they were just taken. I guess it started with my uh, my best friend's ex-husband. He uh, he passed away from a widowmaker or massive heart attack, as they call it. And it was, uh, you know, it's it's one thing when you don't know the person. I mean, it's bad no matter what. Don't get me wrong. But if you don't know the person, and you and they pass away. You know, it's it's sad, and you try to pay your respects as much as you can, especially if you know the family. And you know, it kind of goes away gradually. But if you're close to a person, I mean, like close, close, like you've been knowing them for years, and you know, hung out, you, you know, with the places together, whatever, and they pass on, it 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 really hits you. I mean, it knocks you on your ass, damn near. And it's, um, he, I, you know, I, I loved the guy. I did. He could have been a complete dick to me, even though, you know, my best friend and, and myself did date back in the day, and he was her husband. He could have been a real dick to me. He could have been like, well, you know, screw this dude. He can't be around him or anything like that. But he didn't do that. And we became very good friends. 
and when my um, when my best friend told me he had passed on, it felt like I lost my brother or something, and it really hurts me. Hell, it hurts it hurts me now, even to this day. That's been like four or five years now, or something like that. I can't remember. But either way, it it hit me pretty hard, and I know his family it hit him hit him harder than that. So then, I um, had a friend that I worked with, who I didn't know passed away until I seen on Facebook. That one took me by surprise. It really did. I won't say their names on here because I know the families are still trying to, you know, they're still, you know, mourning, maybe. But he was a very, very good man. I worked with him side by side for about five years. We talked and stuff and talked about old music that we used to listen to and stuff he used to listen to. And he made work bearable, basically. I wasn't like an outsider. I was, you know, one of, the, one of the team when it came to him. And when I found out what that he passed away again, it knocked the wind out of my sails. And uh, he had a family. He had, you know, he got daughters, and you know, and you know, they're all. He was a. Um, he talked about him a lot. He loved his family. And from what I hear, he also died of a heart attack. So, um, so then my, uh, of course, my, my mother, she, uh, suffered a lot before she passed away. And, uh, feisty lady, very feisty. And she had no problem telling you to go to hell, how to get there, and give you a GPS map for it. This is how she was. And it, and it still does hurt me. So, like I said, the person, depending on the person, if you've been around them, long enough is how you're going to feel it when they're not long, no longer here. My Lillian, God bless her soul, she was laid to rest uh, last week, and I mean, it was like I said, it's like, it was like I left lost my mother all over again. And I know my cousins are mourning, and they're feeling it just like I am. And it just happened, you know, we, you know, it doesn't doesn't matter, even if we are you prepare yourself all the time. It still hits your ass like a like a back truck when it does happen. And it's uh, it's a terrible feeling. It, it you know you can't think about anything. You can't do anything. You are just in mourning, and you try to keep yourself keep yourself occupied to keep your mind off it but it doesn't work and you try to some people do stuff like cry of course that's the biggest one 
and they you know watch videotapes of old people them being older or younger or something like that or they go to their favorite place to drive or to fish or to whatever just to you know keep their their name alive and you try to do things to take your mind off of it but pretty much everything you do would remind you of that person or what they did so when you know so when it does happen suddenly death that is it hurts even more because you were probably with that person one day and next day they're not here and it hurts you more than any other kind of you know, morning that you that that you prepare yourself for. So, um, so when it does happen, it was it, it hits you pretty damn hard. You do dumb stuff. You go out and start drinking and start fights with guys that you don't even know, and you know, start doing drugs or driving while you're drunk, and you know, whatever, because you're in pain. And it seemed like it would never go away. When my old man died in 98, I did a lot of crazy stuff that year. And um, I'm not proud of it. I, I didn't do anything like major drugs or, you know, shoot at a cop or something like that. None of that crazy shit. But I did do something that, you know, I... It shouldn't have happened, but it did, and some parts of it I don't regret, and then other parts I'm like, yeah, totally regret it. And, um, but it prepared me for when my mom passed because, you know, I didn't get to see, as I always say, my dad before he passed away. So it hurt even more. I knew he was sick, I knew that, you know, death was imminent. But when it happened, then I still did something stupid. So we all have our ways of coping with stuff like that. We all go to different places when it comes to mourning. Some lash out, some stay to themselves. Some cry all the damn time, which is totally understandable. And... Most people try to, and they try to do things the way that person or that person's did it. Just like I said, to keep their name alive. Every time I see a semi-truck, I think of my father, or immaculate. My dad was a truck driver for 50 years almost. Well, actually, 50 years, period. And um, he was damn good at it. I would put my father up against any damn truck drivers today and would not flinch about it. He was just that damn good. So, and um, my mother, you know, she was a housekeeper. Could clean her ass off. I would put her against anybody. And so it's stuff that like that that keeps your keep them in your mind and your memories and stuff like that. Well, I got some more bad news today. And um, I'm shocked, 
as I always am. I'm saddened, and I'm just asking myself why. It just happened. My, um, my stepmother's brother passed away today. And I, and I know that my stepmother's hurting. I know she is. She didn't even have to tell me. I know what she is. And the rest of her family's probably hurting as well. His family. And you never get used to it. You never, you always think about them. And like I said, when it happens suddenly, it hurts even more. Because no one, you know, can be prepared for it just happening, you know. But it did happen. And um, I found out about it today. And I am very sad by that. Don't blood be damned, okay? He was my uncle, and I loved him. Loved him to death. But, um... I didn't... I got, at least I got to see him before he got to that point. And, um... I hope that he he's at peace now. Even though it came out of nowhere, but I'm hoping that he's at peace. I'm praying for his family, my stepmother, and all the rest of them. And I I feel their pain. I do. I really do. I mean, I never thought that I would actually have to, you know, be in a category of not having any parents whatsoever. So I'm an orphan. My whole, my, all my sisters and brothers are orphans now. So I never thought I had to get used to that, but over time, it will be just that. Maybe. But to lose a person that you're really close to, someone like your parents or your, your you know, your favorite uncle, your favorite aunt, your best friend, Hell, your dog. Anything like that, it happens suddenly. It's going to hurt. It's it's worse than your regular, you know, passing away with your family around and everything else because you wasn't prepared for it. And when it happens, you're like, your brain is like, what what the hell's going on? This person that you used to be around and talk to and laugh with and everything else, is no longer here. Suddenly. There was no preparation for it. There was no gradual passing on or anything. It just happened just like that. And it's just that hard to comprehend it and to, you never get over it, but the morning stage of it, it sticks with you. Especially when it happens, it's out the blue. So, yeah, so I know my stepmother's hurting. I know her family's hurting, and my heart goes out to all of them. They, I really do. And um, I could say that, I mean, well, I will say, they will all see them again someday. Hopefully it'll be way down the line. And I know that it was sudden that it happened, but still, you'll see him again. He's, he's 
no longer bound by you know the pains and the agonies of this planet. He's ascended. It doesn't make it any better though. I um I've had a lot of death in my 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 this year alone. And it's uh it doesn't get any better, especially if it's somebody really close to you. And it's uh it's a sad, sad thing when it happens just suddenly. Terriblest feeling in the damn world. My uh, my best friend's ex-husband, before he suddenly passed away, we were talking about Bob Seeger. And when I was driving back in Nebraska, I had a lot of CDs. And Bob Seeger was one of those I listened to all the time. It's a great singer. I love the guy. So we started talking, and he was talking about this one song called Turn the Page which is one of my favorites, and it was his too. And uh, he was saying that um, he would love to see him in concert, and I was like, yeah, it would have been totally cool to see him in concert. You know, just just talking back and forth just like friends do. And um, now that he had um, passed on, I can't listen to that song now without wanting to cry. The first time I heard it, after he passed on, I had to pull over my car and just sit there, just bawling like a bam bitch. Because it's a reminder of the man who loved a song that I liked. And we liked it together, we loved it together. So I can't listen to that song now without wanting to just break down and start crying and and just be in the moment of just, you know, mourning him all over again. I know his family is gradually, maybe, coming to terms with it, but it doesn't get any easier. So for me, I remember everything, which is a gift and a curse. So um, when that song comes on, unless I'm really not really in the mood to hear it, I turn it off because I can't listen to it anymore. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's a beautiful song. Bob Seeger's a man and everything, but my best friend loved it too. And I don't feel right listening to it without him being here. Same thing with my father. As I said, when I see a semi or any company that he used to work for, I, you know, I don't get like boo-hooing or anything, but it does kind of make me wish that he was still around. <sighs> Death is a very, very, very crazy entity, you know. If a person you know gets some kind of disease or a virus or a plague or something that you know it could probably kill them. You, you, you tell your brain's telling you to prepare yourself for the worst. You try to say, okay, well, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to, you know, whatever. But once it does happen, 
all that's out the window. And um, you do everything that you told yourself you wasn't going to do. Probably even worse than anybody in the room. And you can psych yourself out and you can say everything is going to be okay, everything's going to be all right, and all the above. But if you really loved a person and you've been around this person for all your life and all of a sudden they just they pass on suddenly it's gonna fucking hurt I don't give a damn how tough you think you are how much you say no man I ain't gonna cry I ain't gonna cry oh you are going to fucking cry you're going to fucking mourn you're gonna do something stupid to get yourself in trouble all that is a process of mourning. Everybody mourns in their own kind of way. Some people keep you at arm's length and then some people want you around the whole time because they don't want to be by themselves. I've done all that shit. And, and it's, it never gets any easier. Especially if it's like a parent or aunt or cousin or anything. Best fucking friends. You are going to cry. You are going to mourn them. You are going to do it in your own kind of way. And it varies with each person. And any little small thing that they used to do will remind you of them. And you try to come to terms with it. But it's really, really hard sometimes. And you just can't just, you know, wipe it off. You can't. It's either going to be with you for a while or... You'll gradually get over the fact that they're no longer here. But for me, I learned a long time ago that, um, and I'm not trying to sound like the Lion King or anything, but, you know, it's, it's the circle of life. You know, you're born, you're, you're born to a person, they teach you everything they know. You may have some sisters and brothers, you know, they learn from them or whatever. And the person that gave you life or helped give you the life you have is no longer here. Then you have to try to get on with your life the best way you can with what they taught you. So, to my uncle's family, I don't even know you even hear this or not, and... If you do, that's that's fine. If not, then I totally understand. I'm praying for each and every damn one of you. I love each and every damn one of you. You need anything, please do not hesitate not to ask me. And just know that I know it's how it's how you feel. I know how you how you're you know you're gonna deal with it. And it won't be easy. It won't. And it never is. And just know that the person that you're mourning is, you know, he's, they are, they're free now. They have nothing else to worry about now. They have ascended. They have gotten their wings. They're seeing people that they have not seen in a very long time. And they're happy. At least I hope they are. And the only thing you can do is try to live the best way you can 
with what that person or that person's have taught you. And I don't say, I got in the the habit of not saying rest in peace. I've gotten to the, to the, I got into the, you know, to the point where I just say, you know, till we meet again, or I'll see you again someday, until next time, or whatever. Anything's better than saying, you know, the rest in peace thing. Not to say that does, that's not valid, but for me, it's just like saying, okay, well, peace out. No, I am not going to do that. Especially if they're a family or friends or anything like that. I'm going to tell them, oh, we will see each other again someday. And it'll be a very, very happy day that day. However long it is, or you'll be either old man or young man, old woman or young woman. But it will happen. And it'll be a joyous occasion. So to... um, To all those that have um, lost family members suddenly and out the blue, and you're not, you wasn't prepared, and you, and didn't even know if it was that's it was going to happen. I I understand how you feel. I really do. Death is never easy. It's uh, it's the one thing that no one wants, but everybody's going to get it, no matter what. Rich, poor black, white, cat, dog, doesn't matter. We all have, somewhere down the line, have an expiring date. Some get it sooner than others, but it's coming. And I don't believe in this whole you only live once bullshit, and you do, but people take that to heart, and they do dumb shit to try to kill themselves faster, and I don't get it, but whatever. And, uh, I mean, I know everybody tries to go out to live the best life they can and try to do right by themselves and others. And the world, you know, is not built for that, but you try to do it anyway until your time, until your number's called. I, um, I, I... It's never easy to to warn somebody that should still be here. It's never easy to warn somebody that just dies all of a sudden. Because you want answers. You're like, why? Why the hell did this happen to him? Why did it happen today? Why it happened the way it did and everything else? You're not looking for sympathy. You're looking for answers. You want to know exactly why in the hell did this guy die? And this guy across the street who was a complete asshole is still alive. Stuff like that. You know, you get some sympathy and you'll thank him and everything, but you want to know what the hell happened for them to die in the first place. You want to know why it happened to them. And nothing will satisfy you besides that person being here. Because they're not supposed to be dying right now. They're supposed to be standing up here with their family and their kids and grandchildren and everything else. But when he just disappeared like that, it's like, oh, I want to know what the hell's going on. And we're all like that. <laughs> I was like that with my dad. I, you know, asked every time. I was like, why, why him? I mean, 
he, he, he ain't never done nothing to nobody. My mother too. I'm like, no, she's a good lady. Why the hell take her? And it's an answer. It's a question that I'll never get answered. I might hear answers from here and there and every place else, but it's one question that no one will ever get a straight answer for. And death is not exactly the, you know, the most, you know, see, you know, best, like, must-see thing going on. But it is something that we all share. And people try to do everything they can before that time comes. If it doesn't, if it, hopefully it won't come sooner, but you never know. And that's why they say life is too short and you only live once and those other type of crap. But for me, it's until I see you again. Ain't no, ain't no goodbyes up in here. I'll see you again, you'll see me again, and there'll be a happy day. And I'd leave it at that. So to my uh, stepmother and her family, my family, my cousins and everybody, I am very extremely sorry for your loss. And there's no amount of sympathy or no love or anything else I can give you that will hold that will you'll close a hole in your heart left by this tragedy and it's not just I mean, anybody anybody that had somebody that passed away of something or just gradually or suddenly or whatever you know my heart goes out to you it really does and I guess well I guess when I was laid up in that hospital you know I had a lot of time to think and you know I've, I've been I've been pretty damn hard on myself for a long long time I have I don't think of myself as you know as you know what my wife says I'm handsome and cute and everything else I'm not vain I'll put it that way but then again, all the stuff that I do with my wife and everything, that's the type of stuff you think about when you are on death's, door, on death's doorstep. You think about all the good times you had, bad times, stuff you got through, people trying to screw you over, everything. Everything comes back to you. So, <laughs> and that's probably why I... I'm not scared of death. I'm not. It's going to happen. It's going to come up one day. And I'm prepared for it. Whatever that may be. I am scared of getting murdered by somebody that has a grudge. Or being killed for no apparent reason at all. And stuff like that. Now that, yeah, scares the hell out of me. But death, no. But it still doesn't... It still hurts like hell, though. And... We all try to um, try to get over it as best we can, and sometimes it just doesn't happen. Not fast enough for everybody else. So, but either way, ladies and gentlemen, I guess what I'm trying to say is do not take a person's life for granted. Don't take your, other, your life for granted. Don't do anything that you that you know will certainly will kill your ass. 
because it doesn't make any sense to do that. And to those that young people especially, you know, y'all take that, you know, you only live one shit to your damn heart. And y'all be out here doing crazy crap and, you know, stuff that guarantees you either you'll die or, you know, be maimed for the rest of your life or something. Don't be taking risks like that. Because it's nothing to play around with. You don't want to be leaving some of your family behind wondering why the hell you did what you did to get killed in the first place or die in the first place. That You don't want that hanging over your head. Think before you do dumb stuff. So, but either way, this is me, you know, saying how, how so sorry I am about my uh, uncle's passing and how much it, he, you know, he meant to me, you know, very, very nice man. And I, you know, love him. I'll miss him. And as always, I will see him again someday. So, I can't say anything else besides that. I don't want to get into it because I'll start, you know, the waterworks and you won't be able to understand a damn thing I'm saying anyway. <laughs> so, I won't, you know, go there. But either way, ladies and gentlemen, that is my word. And that being said, this is your boy Roberto for the Black Hand 2.0. Uh, join tomorrow when I talk about something you may or may not like, and I'll see you guys down the road. Good night, America, wherever you are, and try to live the best life you can, because you never know when your time will come. Never know. You guys have a nice night. Peace.